Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. In last week's Work of the Week, we were all given a small break up to County Clare where we looked at a few donkeys. And this week, we're going a little bit farther afield because there's a definite feeling in the Crawford Art Gallery that people need some sort of a holiday. So to join me on my journey this week is curator Michael Waldron. Hey, I can't believe it. It's week two of Work of the Week and I've got Michael Waldron here with me who is patiently working away. By the way, since we last spoke, how has your week been? I mean, the sun has made everything better yeah. and just trying to keep the focus. Yeah. Working from home is, is its own challenge, but a neighbour's cat <laughs> walks through our garden every day. So um, <laughs> that's always something to amuse ourselves okay. <laughs> with. <All right. laughs> I won't take you away from the highlight of the day, so let's get down to the work of the week instead. And look, we're going on holidays. We all need a bit of a break. And you've chosen something. To me, it's a postcard from France, as far as I'm concerned, but it dates from 1936. Where are we? Well, exactly. Where It is a postcard view, if you will, mm. of the town of Dieppe on the Normandy coastline. And the painting itself by Francis Taille. Yeah. As you said, it's from 1936, yeah. and it depicts this long boulevard, like a long diagonal across the canvas. Oh. Although we don't see the sea, yeah. we know that the wind is blowing through the flags, yeah. and people are just taking the air, the sea air, and all the buildings are facing the sea. And they're all hotels as well, from what I can gather. Yeah, it seems to be. Now, we tried to do some research into which which are the hotels, and mm. it's a little bit tricky, but there's definitely kind of dominating the scene is the Hotel Royale, which yeah. is now an apartment block, I believe. Yeah. But some of the other buildings have been replaced over time. And of course, this scene, although it's very tranquil, yeah. within an only about six years, it was the scene of the Dieppe raid of the Second World War. Oh. You know, the tranquility is in the picture, but the, the reality was soon changed. Not to bring it down. <laughs> I know. But at the time, it looks, it almost looks like early in the morning because there's very few people out. You can just see two guys and you can see them wearing their straw boaters and their sticks, their walking sticks. Exactly. Yeah, you've, I suppose, one man, very socially distant, walking on his own <laughs> towards us. It's almost like a photograph. Yeah. His 
jacket seems to be billowing and his his mm. head is down a little bit. And I do wonder, is he some sort of painter? It's almost as if there's like some sort of satchel over his shoulder. Yeah. And then there's another man with his back to us, walking presumably with his daughter or granddaughter. Yeah. And she's in a very pretty dress and stockings and she's playing hoop and stick. Very popular 20th century <laughs> <laughs> that really dates it all right, doesn't it? I mean, that was something, if you wanted to set the scene in a film, that's the first thing you do. Get kids dressed in the period dress playing hoop and stick. I actually remember my mother telling me that, that was a game they used to play in her day. And she would have been a small girl around that time. One interesting thing that caught my eye was just thinking about this. Why would an artist paint, as he calls it, a street scene on the seafront? What would have been the attraction in in the 1930s? Was it done for tourism reasons or would it have been done because people just enjoyed that kind of scenery because they didn't get it anywhere else? Well, I suppose in some ways it's a very pleasing view, but I think there's something a little bit more to it. Dieppe as a kind of a resort town was very popular in the late 19th century and early 20th century. Became an artist colony as well right. for French artists, but also English artists coming across the Channel, and even a cork artist. His name was Joseph Stafford Gibson. He was always an amateur. He always described himself as an amateur and never exhibited. But he visited there in 1861. So I suppose there's the artist observing this new resort as a, I suppose, a new subject. Yes. But also, I suppose it was color. <laughs> Yep. You know, we were predominantly black and white photography yep. right into the 1930s, although yep. there were colour experiments and tinting experiments. Mm. But it brings it to life in a way that a photograph can't. It's actually very alive, very active. You can actually see the wind blowing through the flags, other kind of little visual cues that you see along the way. If we're talking about 1936, I mean, all people had access to in terms of visual information would have been paintings, postcards, papers and possibly the beginning of the movie industry, I suppose, the early days of film. Precisely, and I suppose even in cinema in the 1930s, a lot of what you would see on screen was a set, Yeah, because, you know, you you could control the lighting, whereas you couldn't really control the lighting out on, on the coastline. Yeah, This was, for an artist, quite an appealing subject about leisure, and particularly in 1936, which is a very important year for, for France, yeah. This is when industrial disputes ended in the signing of the Matignon Accords, which essentially established the 40-hour work week uh, and two weeks paid vacation for people. Really? So we kind of take these things for granted now. Whoa. But in 1936, France established that. And so this scene of leisure takes on something completely different because suddenly you have a weekend or a holiday that's paid. So it's quite interesting from that regard as well. That, that's extraordinary because that's one of the great things about the work of the week. Is you get little snippets of information like that, not just about the art or the painter or, or its provenance or anything like that, but other things in and around the time. And that in itself kind of dates how recent the working week is and the fact that we get weekends off only kind of was established in France that year in 1936. Anyway, look, Michael, you've got a working week. I presume you have to go off and talk to somebody pretty soon, so I'll I'll let you go. But I was just thinking, anyone who wants to have a look at the work of the week, it's a little bit of a holiday for the eyes. I'm just thinking, oh, to be able to just walk down a seafront, or even worse, to be able to walk into a hotel. I'm yearning for it, hopefully soon enough. But in the meantime, just give ourselves a, a visual break and look at this week's work of the week by Francis Taillieu. 
and it's part of a weekly single work of art exhibition that takes place online, part of the crawfordgallery.ie forward slash work of the week link. And someday soon, people will be able to both do that online and stare at the piece in person in the gallery. Fingers crossed, Michael. We'll keep the faith. Yes, absolutely. See you again next week. Thanks, Connor. So after I spoke to Michael, I told Elmarie about that little snippet of information about the establishment of the 40-hour working week and the annual holiday, and also the beginnings of what we'd all eventually call the weekend, or as the French call, le weekend. And Elmarie told me about a famous scene from Downton Abbey that I had never seen before, where Maggie Smith had the last word. What will you do with your time? I've got a job in Ripon. I said I'll start tomorrow. A job? You do know I mean to involve you in the running of the estate. Oh, don't worry. There are plenty of hours in the day. And, of course, I'll have the weekend. What, what is a weekend? <laughs> yes, indeed. What is a weekend? Well, we can tell you what the work of the week is at the Crawford Art Gallery by simply going online to crawfordartgallery.ie forward slash work of the week, where you can also see other exhibitions that have been taking place in the gallery and other activities for students, children, and for anybody who's interested in what the gallery normally has to offer but has now moved it online to crawfordartgallery.ie. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style.